is a well-respected high school football scout, known for his unpopular opinion and brash commentary. The coach, Keith Miller. He's a well-respected national high school football recruiting analyst. Craig, Craig Biggins. Together they bring you the transparent truth. The world's number one source for high school football recruiting news and interviews. The transparent truth. Tr- 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 Hey, we want to remind everybody, tune in every Wednesday for our Sleeper of the Week segment. Really want to thank our guy, Larry Miller. He's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight. Larry is all about family and community, and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country. Each week, young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show. So thank you, Larry. When we have business and a man that is really interested in the community, we need to show our support right back at him. Sit Sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep technology. Greg? Body diagnostics. That's five-star stuff. This is high-quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress, and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you. Wow, within seconds? Seconds. Man, that's awesome. Sit and Sleep. They'll beat anyone's advertised price, or your mattress is free. Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry. All right, now I want to bring in our guest um, from Tumball High School out in Houston. Tumball in in the Houston, Texas area. None other than um, probably one of my favorite people in the whole world. (laughs) Yes, sir. Mr. Hollywood Demas himself. Um, man, let me just go on and bring you in. Demon Demas, Tumball High School, Houston, Texas. What up, D? D twice. What's good? What it do, baby? What it do, baby? So (laughs) we appreciate everybody for joining us. But we here with Demon Demas, my number one wide receiver prospect in the country. Again, from Tumball, Texas. That's out in the Houston area. Um, Demon, how far is Tumball from the actual? Let's let's say the, the the Galleria in Houston. How far is Tumball from the Galleria? That's like a forty five minute drive. Okay. So so drive. T- so Tumball's on the outskirts of Houston. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tumball's on the outskirts of Houston. So um, we want to get this party going. We don't have my partner Greg Biggins um, today. He's got some things he's got to work on. He's tied up. So I'm gonna be rocking this interview solo, dolo for show though. Oh. With my my young king, Mr. Demond Demas, and let me, you know, for all you out there who are listening, um, quick quick backstory before we get to Demas, I had been recruiting Demond since December to come play in the Hall of Fame World Bowl, and he probably got tired of me hitting him up. He probably got tired of me reaching out, but I was relentless in my pursuit of him, and uh, didn't know if I was going to get him or not. I always believed that I would. Um. One of the ways we first kind of got interacted is uh, when I evaluated his film from his junior season, it, it, I, he instantly jumped out to me as the number one receiver prospect in the country. I said so in a broadcast from the Hall of Fame World Bowls, actually tagged DeMond in that post. He got a chance to listen to it. So you fast forward a couple weeks ago at the Nike opening, or the opening, it's not the Nike opening anymore. Nike is headed somewhere else. Hint, hint. Um... The night before the opening started, I got a text message from DeMond, and he said, Coach, call me. I called him. He says, I'm coming to Ohio for the Elite Academy. And he probably made me the happiest guy in Texas at that time when he made that phone call. DeMond, let's start off right there. What what, what made you make that text and that call and make that decision 
the night before the opening? Honestly, I was just thinking, like, man, like, I want to do more. Like, mm. I want to be a step ahead. Like, you know? Yeah. Me, me going to the Hall of Fame Academy made me realize, like, some of the stuff that it takes to be a Hall of Famer. Uh. So, I was like, I can take, I can use this as my advantage. Yes, take advantage. What I want to do, or what I want to do one day. So that's that's why I hit you up. I was like, hey, I wanna, I wanna come. Yeah, it, you, is, what you, it is like you, I wanna, I wanna come. I wanna be legendary. You so I you be a hall of fame. Yep. So you thought that experience could benefit you, and you want to take advantage of that opportunity, correct? Yes, sir. No, that sounds that good. Is, that sounds that good. So, um, so let's. Before we get to all that, let's start off way back in the day. When did you first fall in love with the game of football? I was, i never forget this day. I was five years old playing flag football. In the first two quarters, I ran seven touchdowns. And the, and the people, like the, the other coaches from the other team, they was like, he's not five, he's not six, he's not five years old he's not six years old and they asked for my birth certificate and stuff like that yeah and stuff like so yeah that's that's what made me kind of move to the game so i kind of knew what i wanted to play when i was little but i also did other sports you know i just wanted to see like how the other sports feel too so i started playing basketball i started running track i played soccer and I was actually good at it you know yeah and that and that was me that was me finding out okay well, I'm not just a first, I'm just not the one sport person. I play multiple sports. You know, I, I'm an athlete. Yeah, no question about it. So, how old were you in that in that flag football league? How old were you at that time? I was five, going on six. Wow! And seven touchdowns in the first two quarters. Did the coach give the ball to anybody else? Yeah, he did, but just made the most of my touches. Okay, that makes sense. Well, Demond, you know, I I have never met a guy um, who was good at everything that they try, and you seem to be that guy. Um, what do you attribute to that to? What Where does that talent come from? My dad, my pops, my old man. You want to talk a little bit about him? Yeah, I mean, I can I can actually probably call him and merge the call, but he's probably at work, but. Yeah. Nah, man, my my pops, he was he was that guy back in the back in the back in the day. You know, he went to C King High School, and he was just an outstanding baller. I mean, like, I mean, I don't, I never just seen him play, but my mama them did. So yeah. like, they they tell me all day every day, hey, he was a baller. My, my your man, your old pops was a baller. Right. But when he when my when my dad see me play, he like the stuff you did, bruh. Yeah. So it's like, so it's like he was great, but I'm ten times better. That's what he tell me every time he talks to me. Like mm-hmm. he said, "Well, I was a dog in high school, but I see you play." He was like, "Man, that's just unreal." Right. No doubt. So, so dad gave you gave you the genes, super yeah. talented genes, and let's talk about your first experience in pads. As a youth, who'd you play for? What position did you play? How good were you in pads the first time? The first time in football pads, I scored five touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Because 
using, you know, that flag. I scored seven, but they was they could pull the flag and I'm down. Right. It was kind of hard to catch me when I was seven years old because I was I, I was a little speed demon. Like I was, I think I was fast. <laughs> you know, I was I was fast. Like they used to call me. That's what they used to call me back in my neighborhood. They called me a little speed demon. Little speed demons. All I did, all I did was run. All I did was run. Right. Little speed demons. Yep. No question about it. Flash. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's fast forward. You get you chose Tumball. Is that where you've gone all three years? Uh no, sir. I went to Houston North Forest my first my first three years. Okay. And I'm spending my senior year in Tumball High School. Got you. Okay. So you weren't always a receiver when you got to high school. Talk a little bit oh. about your background um playing other positions. Um I played honestly. I played, I played quarterback before any position. Mm-hmm. So like when I was in little league, I played quarterback, and then I went to running back when I got in pads because they thought I wasn't gonna grow. I mean, but you, if you see my daddy, my dad is tall, so yeah. I mean, I kind of grew out of it quick. So seven years old, I became a running back. Then they seen me getting taller, so they put me at cornerback, mm-hmm. and then I got a little bit too tall, so they put me at safety. And I was catching interceptions, running them back, or I was a punt returner, kick returner. And then it was like, okay, he's tall, fast, he can catch. So got to high school, I played, I, I started playing wide receiver. Scored 19 touchdowns my freshman year. Went to the second round and, you know, and I lost. But, I mean, as a freshman scoring 19 touchdowns, that says a lot. Right. So... It was like, okay, he's a receiver. Mm-hmm. And after that, it was just receiver from here on up. But, like, you know, I'm I'm mobile. So, like, they be putting me, they be plugging me in at different positions when they need it. So, like, says fourth and long, game on the line, they finna get ready and throw a bomb. You finna put me back there safety. Right. Okay, say, so okay, we need an interception. We need a big Punt, punt return, kick return, they're going to put me back there. Or oh, not even that. Like, I'm a designated, I'm designated punt return, kick return, man, because that's what I do. Like, you know, yo, I mean, like, your dog's supposed to go back there regardless. Right. Like, that's that's, that's any smart coach. Like, mm-hmm. if I had Tyreek Hill and then I had Jarvis Landry, I'm putting Tyreek Hill back there to return my kickoffs. Not Jarvis Landry, right? Because I'm not. I ain't got nothing against Jarvis Landry, but I'm just saying, like a guy with the ball in his hands, a playmaker, the playmaker. Jarvis, Jarvis is a Jarvis is a playmaker too. Don't right. get me wrong, but right. I'm just saying, but a like, different type of playmaker. Yeah, just a different type of playmaker. That's right. All. Okay. So, put you anywhere you gonna you gonna let it rip. Play quarterback. Man, if you put me in quarterback, just just best believe the month throwing for five hundred yards and six touchdowns. <laughs> You put me at receiver, DeMond, DeMond going for 500 yards with, like, five touchdowns. You put me at cornerback, DeMond going for at least three picks, two going back to the house. You put me, if I just play kickoff and punt return, I'm taking every last one of them back to the house. So it don't matter where you pick me at. Put me at. I'm going to do my job, and I'm going to do it the right way. No question about it. Let's talk a little bit about um, DeMond the commit, Texas A&M. Yes, sir. Why Texas A&M? I mean, like I, I tell everybody, man, like it's 45 minutes away from my home. Mm-hmm. I'm not leaving my family. 
I'm not leaving my beautiful girlfriend. And I mean, every time I go up there, they make me feel like I'm already a part of that team. Yeah. And Jimbo Fisher, and they do a great job recruiting. Jimbo Fisher, Coach Craig, all my boys up there, even the players love me. Like the players up there, I got a relationship with every last one of them. Right. Even the walk-ons. So, like, it's like, I mean, you can't beat that. I can't go to Alabama and do that. I could probably do it with Jerry Judy in Alabama or probably Tua Tonga Valor. I can't I can't go to OU or UT. I can do it. I can do some some of it at UT because Javon go there. That, you know, Javon, my yeah, brother. Right. But other than that, I can't go there and the whole team be happy to see me. Hey, the money, the money, and all that. I can't. I can't. I, it yeah. just don't feel the same. You know, it's if just I go different. To another college, it just won't feel the same. Yeah, I understand. So, talk a little bit about your relationship with Coach Craig. I know he's probably a big influence, receiver coach there, um, great recruiter. Talk a little bit about your relationship with him. That's my dog. Right. That's my dog. That's my ace, boom, coon, man. That's my dog. Yeah. That's my best friend right there, man. I can I can call Coach Craig about anything, man. We can just talk, talk forever about literally nothing. <laughs> like that's the type of relationship that I was looking for. Like when you can just call the coach up here, no matter where he at, and you can just talk about nothing. That's, I mean, that's that that warmed me over. Especially when I uh, what you call it, I could do the same thing with Coach Jimbo Fisher, and that's the head coach. Yeah. So I mean, and I could do the same thing with the football players. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, that's all I was looking for. No question. Not, not where I can call home or where do I feel comfortable. Well, I can build a relationship where the coaches can get to know me and I can get to know the coaches and the players. That's right. That's that. Hey, you you've um you said what you needed to say. Let's talk about your role as a recruiter now. You want to go in there. You want you want to win the SEC and national championship, correct? A and M. There's there's no doubt, of course. Okay, so let's talk about your role as a recruiter. Do you feel responsible? to go out and recruit other great players to come with you? That was the only job I have. Okay. So I look at it. Go we ahead. The number one, we mm-hmm. the number six. Mm-hmm. We the number six recruiting class. We doing just fine. Mm-hmm. Can you guys I do mean, better? Definitely, we can. Who are some guys that you have on your radar to target to come with you to A&M to go win the okay. SEC West? Dante Manning. Mm-hmm. I got Zach Evans. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I just got my boy Hayes King. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm trying. I'm trying to get uh, 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 what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Oh my God! Don't worry about it. Let's move along. Let's talk about. Okay. Let's talk about that possible trio. I'm talking about King, Evans, Demas. How dangerous! As a trio, as a trifecta, as a triplet group, can you guys be like Irvin, Aikman, and Emmett of the Cowboys? We can be better. You guys can be better than Irvin, Aikman, and Emmett. Okay, it's not, it's not, it's not about their trio, right? It's about us team. That's true. I understand the trio. The trio sound good. We probably be the face of NM if we get Zach Evans. Yeah, that's true. That's good. That's. Right. It's all great. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the trio not going to get a ring when we win the national championship. Just not the trio. The right. whole team going to get their ring. So that's why I don't have a problem with the trio. 
But when you talk about AM, I want you to talk about Musa Muhammad. I want you to talk about Troy Amiri. Mm-hmm. I want you to talk about Aki. Uh, Aki Nola. Aki Nola. Yeah, I want you to talk about uh, sure uh, uh, smart. I want you to talk about everybody, everybody, like you know. But right. the trio, that's cool. I, I respect it. I, I can't. I'm not gonna take nothing away from that because that's the you know that that's that's what everybody wants to hear. Right. You know that's that's what I mean. I can't I can't take that away from that. Right. That's just the legacy we built. Right. But you want the I emphasis to be on the team. Yeah, the emphasis is supposed to be on the team because at the end of the day. Like I said once before, we win that natty. Me, Zach Evans, and Hayes King, not the only ones that's going to get that ring. Okay. What if I have an off game in the natty? Then Musa step up. Just like DeAndre Hopkins had to step up when Sammy Watkins got hurt. No doubt. Clemson. Old school. I'm saying. Ain't no question. Let's talk about the ultimate goal. Once ultimate you, you goal. get you get to A&M, you win the SEC West your junior year, you guys win the natty. Maybe you're off to the NFL. What what more do you have to prove when you get to the league? You want to know what more did I have to prove? Yeah, what more do you have to prove? You you let's say you win the SEC and you win a Natty. What do you have to prove now at the next next level? Why are you going to continue working? What when you get all that money? If you get all that money, why why can people trust you to continue to work? What do you have because. left to prove? Because it's something that I haven't released to the media, but I'm releasing it to the media. I don't care no more. See, I told my mama, I said, Mama, I'm leaving college in three years. She was like, okay, you telling me that. I know, I mean, that's football. But I said, Mama, I'm going to go back and I'm going to get my degree. Amen. You want to know what happened? She smiled. Yeah. She was more happy about me going to get my degree yeah. than me going to the going to the NFL so I can go and take care of her. Right. And and, and me. So she want she's more happy about me going to get my college degree because can't nobody take a college degree from you. They can always take football from you. you right. Know? Sure. That's more that's more important than me. That's more important to me than any other thing in this world. Going to school, getting my college degree. And that's what's going to set me apart from everybody else. And I'm going to work three times as hard as everybody else when I get there. Because ain't nobody going to say I'm done playing football until I say I'm done playing football. Until God say I'm done playing football. That's when I'm done playing football. You've got big dreams. You've got big goals. We've talked about them off air. Who's your favorite player of all time? We've talked about this. Who's your favorite player of all time? Jerry Rice. Why Jerry Rice? Because he's legendary. What makes him legendary? He did stuff. He did his work when nobody else was looking. Mm-hmm. He 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 put in work, effort, and the time and the grind to be legendary. And that's exactly what I want to do. But I want to do it ten times harder than what Jerry Rice did. I'm not gonna take no for an answer. I'm getting tired of being denied. I've been denied my whole life. I'll never in my life be denied again. Are you going to be better than Jerry Rice? I'm going to be 10 times better than Jerry Rice. Let's talk a little bit about your ability to be a change agent in life. We're talking life now. 
what makes Demond Demons that guy that he's willing to take a stand by himself at times against things that are not right and things that are not fair? My belief. If I believe something that's not right, I'm going to stand up and I'm going to believe it till I till, till the end. Because guess what? That's my belief. You're supposed to take pride in your belief. Who tells so if I believe? Go so ahead. If I believe something not right, mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's not right. I don't like it. I'm going to have a rebuttal on whatever I don't like. Who tells Demond Demas what to do? Nobody. Is Demond Demas his own man? Of course. Can Demond Demas stand in the face of adversity without flinching? I always do. If anything will be your demise, what will it be? What will take Demond Demas down? If if something could take you down and not allow you to reach your full potential, what would that be? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing in this world. Nothing in this world. I would literally have to die. I would, God would have to have, God would have to call me home. That's the only way. You're, you're not taking no for an answer. No. My no. God. I would, I, I will refuse to take no for an answer. I'm just not taking no for an answer. That's not in my arsenal. It's either, so if a DB line up in front of me, and he's all, like, he, he I'm not catching the ball, I'm frustrated, he's in my head, I can't do nothing. I promise you, I will find a way. One way or another, mm-hmm. I will find a way. No matter what, I don't care. I'm going to find a way. That's called the will to win. That's called... That's called the will to win. There you go. There's no question about it. Some of your critics, Demond, have said that um, you you kind of need to reel in your personality. You kind of need to reel in your energy a little bit. You kind of need to pull back a little bit. What do you have to say to those people that maybe think um, either A, you're putting on a show for everybody, or B, you just need to calm down? So when when I get that, I, I stay calm. I be like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> you don't know me. Mm-hmm. If you don't like me, don't come around me because I'm gonna be me, mm-hmm. and I'm comfortable with myself. Just like a rapper said, I'm gonna love me for me. Right. And if you don't love me for me then you need to get away from me. Amen. I hear you talking. That's, and, that, and, and they say rap is, they say rap, you know how the, how the old people say rap is uh, negative for your brain and bad yeah. for your brain. No, you just need to listen to what they're actually saying, you know? Absolutely. That's all. Just listen to what they're actually saying and not, okay, he always talking about females and music and all that. Mm-mm-mm. If you listen mm-hmm. to what he's saying, it's more to it. It's a double meaning in a song if you actually just listen to it. That's what I had to do because when I when I I, I 
my mama say I got an old soul because I listen to Al Green, all them. I listen, I listen, I got an old soul. I, you know, we was in the car jamming with the, you know, you know? <laughs> That's right. That's right. You know. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying, just listen to what they got to say. I got one more question. Yeah, you already know I'm listening, big dog. Are you the best wide receiver in the country? I want to know right now on the transparent truth. Um, definitely the best wide receiver in the country. I am definitely the best athlete in the country. And I am definitely forever do what I do. I'm telling you that right now. People don't see it, but one day they will. One, one day they will. I've been, like I said, I've been mistaken my whole entire life. Misunderstood. Oh, he got, oh, he got too much hype around him. Mm-hmm. Oh, he got this. Oh, he got that. Oh, he got this. No. Because you don't know where I came from. You don't know what I done been through to get to where I want to be. Mm-hmm. I'm still not where I want to be. Mm-hmm. It's just I'm like 5% from where I want to be. Right. I'm just 5%. No question. Moving forward. I guess this is probably my last one. What do you need to work on to get better? We've talked about this off camera. We know you're not a finished product. What do you think you need to work on? Everything. Everything. Everything needs to get better. Everything. Mm -hmm. Everything needs to get better. Always. Anybody. anybody, Everybody got room to grow. That's right. If you say, if you say, you say right now, oh, I'm good. I'm, I'm straight. No, you're not. That means you will never, you will never see your full potential because you say you're good now. No, I know I'm not good now. I'm horrible. I'm horrible. That's how. I, that's how I motivate myself. Mm-hmm. I'm horrible. I'm the most trashiest person in America. I'm trash. That's how I motivate myself because if nobody motivates you, who will? You know. Right. So that's why I motivate myself. Okay. See, I go out. I go out and I do this. I lined up. It could be Ross on air. Hey, if I drop this ball, um, like I think of the the weirdest stuff ever. Like I think to myself though, if I drop this ball, like um, some bad gonna happen, or or like I just think of anything, like so I won't drop that ball. You know, there's there's like, no question. You know? Yeah, like I challenge myself. Challenge yourself, and that's what sets me apart from a lot of people. I challenge myself before I challenge somebody else. Because if I know if I don't have mental toughness, somebody is going to stop me. Mm. When I have mental toughness, mm. nobody can stop me. You sound you sound like somebody I know, somebody I know pretty well. Mental toughness is number one on my list of must-haves if you're gonna be. That guy. If you're, going, if you're going to be that guy and that dog, you got to have mental toughness. It's only right. No question about it. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Ball's own Houston, a legend in the making, Mr. Demond Demons, the number one wide receiver in the country, per Coach Keith. Demond, I appreciate you for joining us here on the Transparent Truth, man. I really appreciate yes, your honesty, your energy. You know how much I love and care about you. I'm going to be with you. Every step you take, I'll be here for you, whatever you need. And um, I'm going to do my part, whatever that is, to help you get to where you want to go 
and be successful. And you know that. We've talked yes, about sir. that. And uh, yes, I, I appreciate you, you know, 100%. You're my guy. You're my man, 50 grand. And I'm rocking yes, with you until the wheels fall off. That's just what it Always. is. I'm, hey, I'm going to ride till the wheels fall off. To, I'm telling you, we down to that, four flats on the Cadillac. That's it. And ain't no more need to be said. So, folks out there, our fans, our listeners, you heard it here first. Coach Keith, DeMond Demas, too, you know, tight like frog booty. You know what I mean? And that's just how that's just how we roll. And so appreciate you for joining us. Always remember, um, on this show we have a sleeper of the week. Yes, sir. And we're back. Thank you, Demond, for joining the show. Be looking out for Demond Demas this year. Tumball High School's own number one wide receiver. He's going to light up the scoreboard. I can guarantee you that. Kick return, punt return, out wide in the slot. You might see him at quarterback at some point in time running some wildcat. And there's no telling. In I've got safety, a hey, safety position. It in the safety matter. position, going pick six. And I got a great name for a show, Demond. To me, it's like a foregone conclusion that you're going to be on reality TV at some point because you're just an absolute ball of entertainment. Yes, sir. And and guess what they call me. Guess what they call What they call me. you, big dog. Hollywood Demons. Hollywood Demons. But I got a, I got a name for a show that I think is perfectly fits you. It's called Demon versus Demas. Man, Ooh, I, and I, I like that. Ooh. I like that. I like that. Hey, let me tell hey, you. Hey, hey, I like that. Let me hey, tell you. Right, right. Hey, when I, hey, when I, when I get, when I get to where I want to go, uh-huh. I want to make me a reality show. It's, it's gonna call Demon versus Demas. I swear to God, that's gonna be live. That's gonna be that's live. Gonna be live. We gonna kick that's the gonna Kardashians in the ass. I tell you that right now. Hey, hey, and I'm a, and I'm a, and I'm a, and I'm gonna put I'm gonna put at the top starring Keith Miller. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm behind the camera, man. I'm behind yeah, the camera, yeah, yeah. man. I'm gonna let you take the camera. I'm behind the camera, but you're my guy. I appreciate your time. Tell Bryce I said what up. I'm gonna be coming down to Houston to check y'all boys out. I promise you that. Yes, sir. You already know it. No doubt. I'll talk with you soon. Ladies and gentlemen, Demond Demas, the nation's number one ride receiver here on The Transparent Truth. We appreciate you. All right, thank you so much for joining us here on The Transparent Truth. Um, great interview from Demond Demas, the world's number one receiver. As I tell you always, keep grinding out there. Keep trying to do things right, and uh, we'll keep bringing it to you raw and uncut here on The Transparent Truth. There's a new sheriff in town, and his name's Reggie Hammond. Y'all be cool.